Hey, what's going on, Camcast? It is my first time being able to do a new movie review that's coming out in the theater, and I'm not going to do it on all of them, but I'm always going to do them on the Marvel movies because there's always so much to talk about. And I'm not going to really get into spoiler talk on this one. Um, I'll get into spoiler talk towards the end because there's not a lot of spoilers. It's not a very spoiler-heavy movie. What's really good about this movie is that it is a basically a one-off set. It's very contained movie. It doesn't have a lot of uh, you know things that pertain to a lot of other Marvel movies, which I enjoy, and that kind of makes it less spoilery for me. But it's it'll be fun to talk about it nonetheless. It won't be very long either, uh, so we'll, we'll get into that in a little bit. But the whole reason I want to do my podcast, a lot of it is because I wanted to make sure that I got my Marvel thoughts out there. And now they're going to be out there. And I'm really excited about that. It was just my gut, you know, it was just, so I saw this movie Thursday night and it just felt good to be in a movie theater again. You know, I hadn't been in a movie theater to see a Marvel movie since Spider-Man in like, I think it was December of 2019, you know, right before or whatever, October, whenever it was in late 2019. And that was after Endgame happened and all that. So We've been yearning for some Marvel movies for about two years. There was talk that they were, were going to release this on Disney+. Plus. Originally, this movie was supposed to come out in May of 2020, and it didn't. So we were all like, oh, you know, we'll, we'll wait, you know, hopefully in the fall. And then it didn't happen in the fall. And they pushed it to the spring. It didn't happen in the spring. So they finally pushed it to the summer, and then it was like, okay, well, I we've been waiting for this movie for a very long time, as we've been waiting for a lot of movies for a long time, and... It definitely exceeded every expectation that I had. So to be fair, I do this thing to myself where I tend to read plot leaks. It's not a good habit. It's one that I'm not proud of, but I've done it on more than one occasion. And typically those plot leaks are accurate. Uh, I read a plot leak of this, I believe, last August 2020. So we're in the pandemic and I'm trying to keep myself occupied with things to do. And I stumbled across it online, and I kind of went back and forth. I was like, do I want to read this? Do I want to just wait? And I was like, but I don't know when Black Widow is going to happen, so I need to know the information now. So that's why I went ahead and read it. And I read it, and I was like, wow, this is not good. This is, like, really bad. But they it was written so well, I thought it was the plot. Um, fast forward to Thursday night, and when I watched the movie, I was like, wow, this is nothing like what I read at all. And I was worried that it was going to be, so I wasn't super hyped for the movie. But the movie exceeded every expectation that I thought, and that I that I you know could have ever imagined. And it was an it was a, truly a, a fantastic film, like a one off fantastic film, a true ode to James Bond and Mission Impossible spy thrillers. And it was great. It had you know it had a James Bond villain, somebody that mind controls people, and it had the James Bond title sequence in the beginning, which by the way was phenomenal. Marvel hasn't done anything like that ever. That title sequence and opening credits scene, which is about five to ten minutes long, where it shows everyone impertinent who uh, developed this movie, gives some of the actors. It was really good, and those type of things don't happen. And it was funny. I said, oh, this is this is a James Bond ripoff. And then immediately, five minutes into the actual film, you see James Bond on screen. Natasha's watching an old James Bond movie. And I was like, yeah, so that was purposeful. They were definitely going for a one-off spy thriller type thing. And who better than, you know, the, the best spy in S.H.I.E.L.D. being Natasha Romanoff. Um, the movie just has a lot going for it. You see the background of how Natasha and Yelena Belova, who is uh, Natasha's pseudo-sister, the pseudo-family they created with Rachel Weisz and David Harbour in the beginning. That's really great. 
Um, and honestly, the movie's just, it's really solid. It's really expertly written. It has a great start, you know, it really pulls you in in the beginning through that opening title sequence and the opening sequence in general. Like, they start off, they're, they're in Ohio, and basically they're on they're, they're Russian sleeper cells, you know, secret agents, and then they have to all of a sudden pick up everything and run. And that sequence was, the tension was on zero for the first couple minutes, and then slowly, when David Harbour came into the film, it slowly started getting better, and it was amazing. Like, every second of that opening title sequence and opening scene were fantastic, and it really set the tone for what we were going to see the rest of the movie. As far as the movie, the movie, the the storyline itself is kind of, it's it's pretty average, I'm not going to lie. It's not like anything groundbreaking. Um, something happened in the past, Natasha has to basically, uh, she thought she had taken care of it, it's not taken care of, and now she has to take care of it. Um, the action is phenomenal, things are going to blow up, you're going to see, you know, great fight scenes, um, you're going to see a lot of acrobatics and stuff like that. And that's just what Black Widow does. That's how Marvel does their action. So that was a lot of fun. Um, and then you're you're going to the one thing that this movie had that I didn't really anticipate, it had a lot of comedy and a lot of just really good relationships within the film. The, the dynamic between the four main characters who we have, which are Scarlett Johansson's uh, Black Widow, we have Florence Pugh's Yelena, we have... Uh, Rachel Weisz's Melina, and we have David Harbour's Red Guardian, or Alexi. Um, for those of you that don't know, I'm a big David Harbour fan. Uh, you know, when he became on Stranger Things, he automatically became one of my favorite actors. I dressed up as him for Halloween a couple of years ago. You can see that on the Instagram at some point. I'll probably post that because it's really funny. I'm like deep in character when he was basically Hawaii Five-0 and he had the Hawaiian shirt and the mustache. And I probably one of my better costumes because I really got into it that year because Stranger Things 3 had just come out that summer and I was all in. Uh, but David Harbour is hilarious in this movie. As soon as we see him on screen as the Red Guardian, uh, it's just joke after joke after joke. And it's funny because he plays a character called Alexi and Alexi was the Russian guy in Stranger Things Season 3 and David Harbour hated him because he was Russian. So it's all fun. His Russian accent was, I don't know if it was good or not, but it was entertaining. I enjoyed that. And then the real standout of this movie, though, which is great because she's basically going to be the new Black Widow, is Florence Pugh. Florence Pugh is phenomenal in this movie. She brings so much like raw just uh, entertainment She's very acrobatic, very uh, athletic. She can do all those Black Widow scenes. She is quippy. She's quick with the with the punchlines, with the dialogue. She's really funny. There's a scene where she's basically calling out Natasha for always going down and posing and like flipping her hair back. She's like, "Why are you doing this? You're 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 such a poser. You you keep doing this." And she like puts her head back and forth like her, to whip her hair back. How how uh, Natasha always does that. She's like, I'm not posing. I'm not posing. You think I'm always looking at me? You are doing this like people are always looking at you. It's not about you. You're. It, it was just. You really buy them as these sisters, even though they're not, because Yelena's just busting her balls the whole time, and it was just great. Um, I just love loved everything about Florence Pugh in this movie. I just thought that she was really impressive, and it was a great intro to a brand new character. And that's the thing that's we all know that Scarlett Johansson is dead within the MCU. And it's really sad because, you know, this whole movie, you know that this is her last, this is her swan song, basically. This is it for her. Um, and it's 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 pretty bittersweet because we know that she's gone after this. But the thing that's good is all these characters that we have now, they're going to be in the MCU. Like Florence Pugh's going to be in it. 
and Marvel just does what they always do. They set up these characters so brilliantly next to a character that we already know and love, and they humanized them. They made them, you know, very palpable for anyone. And we really buy them as, you know, decent people who want to help out. And I thought that that was great. I really enjoyed that part of the movie is that the whole point of the movie is you get a, an amazing backstory for Natasha. You understand why she is the way she is, why she's cold, why she's calculated. Um, you understand more of how, why she can't have kids, why it's hard for her to love, why the Avengers truly were a family to her. Because the only family that she had was, you know, for three short years when she was a child and it was fake, but it wound up not being fake. It wound up being that was, you know, the family that she always, but she kind of hid that forever. And it, movie's just great. You're going to have issues with the villains. You always have issues with the villains in Marvel movies. The main villain was really, really, uh, I thought he was good. Um, for those of you that haven't seen it, uh, spoiler warning as of right now, these are spoilers from here on out. Just letting you know, spoilers, okay? Uh, the main villain was the Frenchie from The Departed. Uh, he was Dracoff. Basically, he was the person in charge of the Red Room. He's the one who was using mind control and all these Black Widows. So they would do whatever he wanted. Um, he was pretty dastardly, pretty disgusting, pretty, uh, honestly, pretty solid villain. He's obviously dead because that's what Marvel does. They kill these villains. Um, the Taskmaster was more of a pseudo-villain type thing. Uh, kind of like the Mandarin in Iron Man 3. Like, you know, they were there to fight a little bit, but it wasn't much. Uh, it was more so the backstory on that one that was really interesting. Uh, but I really, really did enjoy the movie, right? The movie was great, and I loved every single minute of it. Um, I, I gave it like a 7.5 or 8 out of 10. The rating isn't what's important to me. What I care about is was it watchable? Was it fun? Did I enjoy it? Did I get a lot out of it? Does this help progress the MCU moving forward? I think that's the biggest thing for this. It does. It really does because that po there's a post-credit scene. If you haven't seen it, don't listen to this. It is a great post-credit scene. One of the best we've seen. Yelena goes to the gravesite of Natasha, basically paying her respects. And then in walks Valentina, played by Julia Louis-Dreyfus. We saw her already at the end of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. When she was recruiting Johnny Walker, a.k.a. the U.S. agent, who is a super soldier now. Uh, and now, basically, Yelena is definitely working for Valentina at this point. It's unclear if Valentina is a villain. It's unclear if she's good. But at this point, it looks like something is being formed. Some type of team. This is basically a Nick Fury-adjacent type move. And Julia Louis-Dreyfus is a big enough star to, to basically house that. So it's really cool, right? We're not sure if it's going to be the Thunderbolts, which is a, an army of villains that kind of do the, the bidding, kind of like the Suicide Squad in the DC Universe, or if it's going to be the Dark Avengers, which are, they're kind of like anti-heroes, they do what has to be done type of thing, which seems more in line with the US agent and with Yelena uh, Belova, but I'm curious, because if they are forming the, the, the Dark Avengers, it would make sense, or the Thunderbolts, because we saw Abomination is alive. He was fighting Wong in the trailer for Shang-Chi, and uh, it would basically be a anti-Hulk type of thing, and they're trying to get an entire different, you know, cast together, and I think it's interesting. Like, I'm really curious what's going to happen next with that. But anyways, Valentina's there, and she's like, do you want to know who's responsible for the, for the death of her? And she, on her iPad, she shows Hawkeye. So the assumption is now that Yelena is going to be in the Hawkeye show, which comes out later this year. 
and uh, I don't know what that means for everything, but I'm 100% on board for all of it. I'm just so excited, and I want to see what's next because, you know, Marvel. So uh, I'm I I honestly I can't wait. I I it's just I'm happy to be able to be talking about Marvel movies again because. I've been going to these movies for years. Back when they were only at midnight premieres, I saw the Avengers at midnight. I saw Iron Man, the first one, probably three or four times before we even knew what the MCU was. And I've gone to every single movie in the theaters, most of them three or four times. Uh, I think Endgame I saw five times in theaters. Completely worth it. Like, 100% worth it. I think I saw Infinity War three or four times in theaters also. Just because I wanted to, you know, that. Just great. This is, this is my shit. Like, I love the MCU. I love talking about Marvel movies. I love talking about movies in general. But because the MCU is so rich and it's been going on for, you know, 13, 14 years since 2008, there's so much content and so much backstory to talk about that it's exciting for me. But, um, yeah, so that, that's, that's basically my take on Black Widow. Go see it immediately. Don't walk. Run to the theater. And uh, just thanks for listening to that one. But So I got a lot of stuff planned this summer. Make sure you guys are liking, sharing, and subscribing on YouTube, on uh, Instagram. Follow me at cam.cast. Follow on uh, YouTube. Uh, I just said that. On Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen, drop me a follow. Make sure you're sharing, please. Uh, it really helps me out. gets the name out there so that way I have a bigger audience. I can do a lot more things. Look out for another uh, poll a uh, bunch of questions for CamCast on the Instagram. That's at cam.cast, K-A-M.K-A-S-T. And it's going to be really exciting. I'm really looking forward to it, uh, looking for a lot of the conversations that will be coming up. Um, I'm going to do the Loki series review this week, this next week. So it'll probably be Thursday of next week because, um, you know, the last episode's Wednesday. We'll see what's really going on in that show. Uh, I'll give you my complete thoughts about it because I know I haven't talked about it yet, but I will. And you'll be able to hear that Thursday or Friday of next week. Uh, I'm going to be talking about more sports, probably do an NBA draft podcast pretty soon, do a football podcast. I'm going to bring on a couple of my friends to do a couple of podcasts. I got a lot of stuff planned. I uh, just want to grow the channel, make th- make sure things are going in the right direction. I think they are. We're getting there. And uh, I'm just excited for more Marvel stuff, you guys. We got a Marvel movie in September. We got Shang-Chi in September, Eternals November, Spider-Man uh, uh, December. The What If show is going to be in August. We have Loki finishing up next week. And then we have the Hawkeye show finishing or beginning in uh, late 2021. And I think after that's Miss Marvel that starts either late 2021 or early 2022. So it's all going to be exciting. Um, thank you for listening as always. Thank you for joining me. Uh, and this has been, you know, the first Marvel review on, on the Campcast, you guys. And, you know, that's pretty much all I got. All right. As always, peace and love. Thanks.